This is the Zone Sports Network. Back to Joe and he'll flush. And it's time to hear from the best looking, most charismatic, and certainly the most intelligent member of the Utah Jazz. Jingle Bells! Joe Ingles. Gives it back to Joe till the cop slams it in. And yes, for the record, Joe wrote this introduction. This is the Joe Ingles Show <laughs> with DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Just still got many games to go. Plenty of time to purchase a Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat ticket to an upcoming game and receive unlimited hot dogs, soda, popcorn, nachos, and ice cream starting as low as 30 bucks per ticket. Visit utahjazz.com or call 325-2999 to buy your Ford Fan Zone ticket. Joe, DJ's off. You got PK. It is your lucky day. How the heck are you, Joseph? <laughs> you guys just take turns and having weeks off. I need to figure out this job. <laughs> it's our all-star break. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, there you go. You guys got yours coming up here in a couple of weeks. Nine days you guys got off. I looked at the schedule. You play on a Wednesday, and uh, you don't play again, I think, till the following Friday. And you've been through this a lot, many seasons now. At this time of year, are you? how much are you looking forward to that? Because it's a nice break to relax, be with family, do whatever it is you're going to do. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess it's a bit of a two-way sword because obviously we, we love playing, we love doing our, our job, which is something we're lucky to do, to, to play basketball for a living. But um, on the flip side of that, obviously the, the games, the schedule, um, even at certain points of the year, I think we've always talked about it as a team, like depending on where you are in the standing, sometimes the, the, the lead up to All-Star break for some teams is the mindset of like, we're just trying to get there and survive and, and get the All-Star break for a break. And obviously the teams that are uh, higher on the on the standings and, and fighting for something are, are trying, to, trying to get those last few wins before the break. So obviously with... A bit of the kind of funk we're in now. Um, it's probably a bit of both. Number I don't know if guys want to guys are ready for it or if we, we're going to kind of push for that All Star break. Obviously, we I don't know how many games we've got six or seven games. I think still. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a good opportunity for us to to really kind of lock in and 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 finish this little stretch off. It's almost kind of two thirds of the year by by All Star break. And, right. Um, finish off on a, on a strong note and, and get into all-star break and obviously get away and, and spend time with our families and whatever and, and then come back and, and finish off strong. You talk about that little funk, and, and Jordan Clarkson was talking about it. Uh, no, no doubt, still believes in the talent, still believes in the ability to get things done. It's just a matter of getting guys back. Is that the message that, I don't know if you guys are talking about it within the team, but is that the message that, it, whether it's spoken about individually or in a group, or just underlying, we've already proven it, we get our guys back, we'll be good, just hang on till we get there. Yeah, it's, I mean, you don't want to be in like a, a hang-on mindset because I think, over the, I mean, obviously the last couple of years with, with COVID and stuff has been difficult for every, not not just as basketball players, but for everyone in, in life. And um, prior to COVID, I, I think our team and the organisation as well have done a really good job um, of that kind of next man up mindset. Like I think I said it last week or the week before, like we've, we've dealt with a lot of stuff this last 
few years with injuries and obviously more recently kind of COVID and stuff like that. But we've always done a really good job of, of the system being so kind of, I guess, ingrained in, in the guys that it was next man up. No matter who slipped into that rotation for someone being out, injury or COVID or whatever it was, we were able to kind of with, with, withhold a, a certain level of play um, regardless of who was out, whether that was me going into the starting lineup or Rudy's out for a game or whatever that, that it looked like and, and whatever the reasoning was for people being out, we, we were always able to, to do that. And I think, I mean, even this year, we, we've got a really deep team. We, we've, and again, like, like last week, we, we've shown we're capable of playing to a certain level. Um, but we've also, like I said last week too, we've also been on the other side of that of, not necessarily walking and think we're going to win, but we we can't have that mindset. We 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 need to show up every week and or every every second night, really. Um, and regardless of who's out, like like I said, COVID this year is going to be something that every team's dealt with. We're dealing with. Um, we, we have obviously more recently, and um, you've just got to find a way. Like every day is almost like a flip of the coin of who who's going to be there with yeah. <laughs> with COVID and stuff like that, and and. Part of that is in our control with obviously what we can do outside of um, uh, or the organisation of, of what we do outside with our family, friends, seeing people, whether we can't go out to dinner just to be able to protect ourselves, whatever that looks like for, for each individual. But some of it as well is, is out of our control. So whoever's kind of there on a day-to-day basis is, has got to got to be ready to play, play the right way, play the way we want to play. And, and when we do do that, I think we can still be a really good team. Um, I didn't hear what JC said, but obviously I I still have the the absolute belief in, in our group that when we are playing the way we want to play and, and it hasn't been um, consistent, when we are playing the way we want to and consistently, we, we obviously showed we can, we can match it with anybody. For me, anyway... It's been fun to see some of these young guys get out there and find their way in the league. Forrest, Paschal, and a couple other guys. Uh, do you yeah. sort of see yourself in them? Now, yours was seven, eight years ago, into what they're doing, trying to find their way in the league? Um, yeah, I mean, I think they 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 probably are a bit ahead of me. I think they've, they understand who they are as, as players, and um, obviously they're the figuring out part comes with now you're on the court. Now you're you're playing NBA minutes. Eric played a little bit in Golden State, where it was kind of up and down depending on injuries and stuff with that 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 club. Um, Trent for us didn't really play much last year, but obviously this year is kind of the the first guy off the band, uh, first guy to to be in the rotation when someone's out, and, and even when we're fully healthy, he, he obviously is still out there. Um, uh, time to time and uh, I think probably more for Trent than Eric because Eric kind of knows who he is and what he can do and um, we're <laughs> I kind of feel bad for Trent sometimes like we're all trying to help him and he, he's such a good kid and he works his ass off and um, sometimes we're all he comes to a timeout and we're all telling him something because there's so <laughs> many he's so talented and he's got so much potential to, to grow on already who he is um, and we can all see that, and it's like him, him just kind of, uh, I guess, piecing it all together. And obviously, we're all trying to help him, but there's a, a level of that too where you don't want to um, kind of 
fill him up. Like he, he, he obviously wants to to figure it out himself a little bit. So, um, well, we obviously help him. We, we've got a, a obviously a, a lot of guys that can help in that that aspect. And he's he's a point guard, and he's got he's got Mike. And um, I mean to to be playing kind of behind Mike and with Mike and be practicing with Mike. There's probably no better person for for a guy like Trent to be around. So. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, he, he's been really good this year. He's he's helped our team a lot. He'll obviously continue to to help the team. Um, but yeah, no, it's impressive what what he's able to do out there sometimes. So when you guys go to lift weights, does Pascal just go outside and bench press automobiles? <laughs> he's a he's a strong dude. Um, I remember uh, I remember playing against him when he was in Golden State and. I don't know what the play was called. They used to run this play for him where he'd kind of catch it at the elbow with a bit of movement and obviously with the shooters they had out there. Um, probably a little a little bit less last year with, with injuries and stuff like that. But um, And he would just kind of bully ball whoever was. And, and I mean, he did it to, to Rudy. He did it to guards. Like, it was just some... It's what he's obviously... He's obviously done it a lot this year, too. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a strong dude. I think that's kind of my point with him and trainers. He... he is very clear and understands who he is and, and what he can do to help the team. Um, like Trent, Trent's figuring that out and, and, and he's figuring out quickly too. He, he's he's playing at a high level, but yeah, Eric just knows knows what he does, knows what he, knows what he can get to to get a bucket. Um, he plays with unbelievable energy. Uh, I think in that position that he's in where he's kind of in and out of the rotation a little bit depending on who, who else is in or out. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's got a, a hell of an attitude and he, he works every day and, and obviously he comes out and, like I said, he, he, he plays at a level of energy that we we could probably all take. Um, we, all, we all need to play that high level, high energy. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're, they're two younger guys that, are, that, are, that have been really good this year for us. I spent the first part of the season, the first half of the season, when we talk about the team – and who they were playing. I say, I don't care who they're playing. It's all about the team. And if the team does what it's supposed to do, I believe in its talent, and it's going to be successful. Now, hear me out a second here. I've, I've changed my mind a little bit. It's not like I've, I've lost confidence in the team, because I, too, believe, get the guys back, and this is a proven commodity. They'll do what they're supposed to do. The talent rises to the level of where it's supposed to be at all times. I've seen it a million years. But I have concern about the Jazz and the standings, and it has nothing to do with the Jazz. It's about as I watch the conference and I hone in on the conference, I don't pay attention as much to the Eastern Conference, just a few of the top teams. But in the Western Conference, I mean, this is my job, so I've got to pay attention. And I look at Phoenix, uh, and I look at Golden State, I look at Memphis, and now even Dallas and Denver, despite all their injuries, are hanging in there. They're five games above 500. That's very impressive to me. And so, uh, to me, I'm no longer just thinking about you guys because these other teams are really good, and it's going to be tough to beat them, even at full strength. What do you think about that? Am I up in the night, or you think there's some validity to it? No, no, I mean... I mean, I'd extend it probably more than a few good. Like, there's 29 good. Obviously, different teams are on different levels and and going through different things. And obviously, at this point of the year, you can see the teams that are, like you said, like that that top kind of half, the top 15, and 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 the 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 bottom 10 that are that are trying to figure it out, or young, or, or figuring out players where they're going to be in the next. 
10 days or whatever the trade deadline is. Um, but I, I mean, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a real thing. I think it's kind of what I was, what I was saying before. Like, and I, I think I said it last week too, is, is we can't, when we, when we play the way we play, we obviously, like I said, we we can win and beat any team in this league, but we also can't walk into a game just assuming we're going to win because of, of who we're lining up with or, or what it looks like. And, We'd been on the flip side of it, playing teams that were were beaten down by COVID, and, and you're playing guys that are on two ways and ten days, and and obviously we're kind of on the flip side of that now. But again, we're uh, I think our team holds ourselves to a certain level that, like I said, we're next man up, and whoever's out there, we we expect to to, to win. Um, obviously, the goal is to to finish as high as as high as possible and, and be playing our best basketball heading into the playoffs. So. We don't want to be peaking right now. Um, obviously, we're saying that too. We we still have to be playing at a at a higher level and showing that we're on the right track to be to be playing our best basketball in the year. I think we uh, are a little kind of inconsistent with that. We we show Patcher. We get down twenty last night. We show this unbelievable fight to to get back and have a chance to to kind of be in the game with a few minutes to go uh, until the last couple of minutes and. Um, yeah, I mean, we every team, like you said, those teams that are... I mean, the, the Lakers are down there, but obviously getting guys back. Clippers have got some injuries and, and are going to get guys back. And, and every team's kind of going to keep getting better. Obviously, you know, the, we all know the, the West is extremely deep and you've got younger teams like the Memphis team, who's um, kind of what we were three, four, five years ago, figuring right. it out as a, as a group and, and, and playing really well together and... Um, we're on the other side of that. We're, we're the older team now that um, was that Memphis team, and, and teams are coming for us. We've no, I wouldn't say we've got a ball, but we we finished first last year. We we played a certain way last year that that made teams have to, to defend, defend us a certain way. And um, when you are like that, it's that's how those Golden State teams, the, the Cleveland teams back in the day, is why they are able to sustain such a high level at times because. They figure out this is the way we're going to play. Teams try and adjust and, and obviously scout and defend a certain way, and then you've got to figure out another way. Like how are we going to be? Now you've got to be even better. You've got to be on point with with spacing. We've got to be really good in transition. We've got to be really good in um, whatever we call executing it. Because teams are going to scout us. Teams are going to stop me trying to stop me going left. Teams are going to stop Rudy trying to roll and us finding him on the hut. And the teams that are great, the teams that win the championships, teams that are in the finals and stuff like that, play at that extremely high level and regardless of the scout, they're able to execute and the spacing's great and all those things. There's a, a list of things that you can you can say, but um, they're, they're the things that we've been inconsistent with. We we haven't executed at times. We haven't got back into transition. We've, the spacing's been bad and it forces us to turn over, whatever that looks like. And... Um, like you said, I mean, there's a lot of good teams in this league, and regardless of who's out there, every there's only 400 and whatever 50 players in the world that play in the NBA, and and they're all really good. Like, there's no one here that um, necessarily shouldn't be here or doesn't deserve to be here. Everyone, everyone here is an NBA player, and and you have to respect that. And come out against a team that's hit by COVID or whatever it is, and the, the guys are going to be out there trying to prove their worth or whether they do deserve to be or not, like whatever that looks like from each individual. So it's, um, yeah, we're going to, I mean, we're going to have a fight on our hands for, for the rest of the year, obviously up to all-star break and, 
especially, and then we get through that and kind of get away from each other and the team and, and come back and, and finish off the year strongly. One of those guys who has been in the NBA for many years, Joe, but isn't right now, is your Australian Olympic teammate, uh, Mr. Aaron Baines. And there's a big story in yeah. ESPN. Windhorse wrote it. And, wow, he went down while you guys were playing, and then he was in a serious situation with his health. They weren't sure what's going on in the hospital for months at a time. He's finally back in Australia, and he's not playing this year. I'm assuming you knew all about that, but as I read that thing this morning, Wow, man, that's big time scary. Yeah, obviously I've known about, obviously known about it um, with it happening during the Olympics, and um, yeah, I mean it's a, it's and obviously first and foremost is about him and his his health, and he's got three young kids and a, and a beautiful wife and family, and um, you just want the guy to be healthy. That's the, the end of that. You want him to be able to play with his kids and and do all that. Basketball is a very very deep down the line thought when you, you're talking about injuries that, that, that he had. Um, obviously slipping and, and um, kind of smacking his head, neck. Um, yeah, it's a, it was, it, I mean, it was scary for us as, as a team. It happened during a game. Uh, he, he ran back to go to the toilet and then um, we just kind of never saw him for the rest of that game um, until we got back to the locker room. So, um as I mean, especially with a few like I've been teammates with him in the national team for eight or eight years, ten years, whatever it's been now. And Renee's close with his wife, and and obviously I've, I've I know his wife and his kids really well, and and obviously him. So like I said, it's first and foremost you you just hope that obviously his health. Like he, <laughs> at the end of the day, wherever wherever we play or whatever people think of us as players or whatever, we're all humans. We've got kids. We're, we're We've got our uh, life outside of this, and, and that's what um, obviously you wish for him. You want him to be able to, to go out in the backyard and play with his kids and, and stuff like that. So he's he, he's in a much better space space now. Um, like you said, he's back in Brisbane where he um, had lived in the off season, but obviously is is living now at the time. And um, again, like I said, basketball is probably the the least last thing on his mind right now. He's he needs to get healthy and. Um, and then figure out what he wants to do, whether he wants to come back here or play in Australia or, or, or just be done and spend time with his family. I think these things, when you have an injury, um, a serious injury, it, it puts into perspective if what you want to do with your life. Do you, do you want to keep doing this? Do you want to keep putting your body through this? And um, again, like I said, I, I hope he's hope he's getting healthier and healthier. And um, we still obviously chat and, and, and talk. And we've still got our boomers group chat that we, that we still message and stuff in. So, um, yeah, a bit of a, a scary thing to go through as a team. And and on the flip side, basketball related, he, he was a huge part of our team. So when he did go down, it was like, we've got this chance to win a medal. And um, one of our players has been a big part of our culture building and, and changing what, what we were kind of the culture we had and what we were trying to trying to do as a as a country um and he's been a big part of it for the last 10 years so um yeah scary thing but but glad he's in a, a much better space now and um like i said hopefully he just keeps getting healthier and healthier Thanks for joining us, Joe. We'll talk to you next week. And there's a good chance that the two old codgers, DJ and PK, will be back together again so the three of us can converse one with the other. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. (laughs) Okay, thanks, Joe.
I appreciate it. That's Joe Ingles, man. What do you think? Keeping your head up? What do you think what I said? Do you have concern? Or uh, just uh, let's play this out, man. No, not really any concern. Scotty G will get his thought on that next. Stay with us, 97.5, 1280 The Zone.